Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Lachlan is away. Um, weird summertime, right? We're all taking turns. Yeah. So we had, I'm here for till Friday. Yeah, and then you're on your wrestling tour of Western Canada. Wrestling and stripping. That's just good. It's a wrestling strip show, actually. <laughs> uh, is uh, yeah, we had two days where we were back together as a show. All three of us felt great, felt good, hit our groove, and then off on vacation again, which is all good, all good. Um, so yeah, it'd be Jimmy and myself here for the rest of the week. We got a Taste of Edmonton uh, food and beverage tickets at the end of the show, I believe, to give yep. away again. Uh, so we'll do that. Yeah, towards the end of the show today. If you make it that far, <laughs> if you're able to stay with us that long, we'll have that for you. News, and then Jimmy's here, but we recorded a bus stop sports, so we'll do that for now. Fleetwood Mac. In the locker room with Crew Sports. Live from the bus, it's sports with James P. White. Live Golf is actually moving the team championship from Saudi Arabia to a Trump property. You're actually moving it to the uh, Miami uh, Trump Doral and but the where they hosted the inaugural Live Golf Championship uh, last season. And uh, the spectacular. What's that? Just doing a Trump impression. <laughs> Tomorrow, July, which is July 13th. The Elks will play the Ticats here at Commonwealth Stadium at 7 p.m. And the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, the Northern League, beat the American League 3-2. And that's what I got for sports. Perfect. See you soon. See you in a bit. Don't get robbed. I just noticed you said Northern League. The National League. Not the Northern League. (laughs) The locker room topic of the day. Do you miss your job when you're on vacation? 780-989-0957. So this can't be right. They did a survey of teachers who are not listening to this show right now because they're all sleeping. Unless you're up for an early round of golf. That's the only reason you'll be up right now. Um, according to this survey, two in three teachers say they miss their classroom during the summer. Liars. Like, like the kids and the class or just the class? They miss working. They miss the kids. They miss teaching. They're they, lying. They, they spend their whole summer missing work. No, you don't. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that they hate their job. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you hate teaching because you don't miss it. You could love it, but you don't miss it during summer vacation. I love my job. I love what we do here. I have no problem coming into work on a daily basis, but... When I was on vacation last week, 
I did not miss this place. <laughs> I wasn't waking that, up in the mornings going, oh, I wish I would have woken up two hours earlier so I could go in. No, I, I, I enjoy vacation. I'm able to go on vacation and not miss this place. You? You're going on vacation next week. Are you going to miss this place? Locke's not going to give me a chance to miss miss this place. That's the difference. Yeah. Is he calls, texts, Facebook message, sends 27 emails, and he's going to be at his daughter's wedding, and he's going to be emailing us from the wedding. Locke has a hard time letting go. Uh, he's on vacation now, and he, when he was leaving yesterday, I said, like, let's see ya. And he was like, oh, I'm sure we'll talk lots. Like, Because, yeah, he has a hard time letting go of work. Yeah. Does he miss it, though, or does he just have a hard time? Like, I think he actually genuinely misses being on the show when he's off. I know his wife misses him being at yeah. work. Well, all those rants that he gets to say on the radio every morning, he's got to have an outlet for them. <laughs> so they end up in the car while they're driving. When we were doing those Jamaica <laughs> trips, she always used to mention, I hate vacation law. <laughs> what about you? Do you miss your job while you're on vacation? 780-989-0957. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. When you're on vacation, do you miss work? 780-989-0957. Steven said, I don't miss work because it usually comes with me. So even when he's on vacation, he's, you know, emails, and whatever it is, he says he doesn't have a chance to miss it because it's always there with him. That's fair. It does always take a couple of days to get out of that mindset, right? Yeah. Um, of the mindset of, of work and whatever else, and then start ignoring your email. Uh, and then Scuba said, I've been on vacation for 10 years now. He's retired, and I don't miss it for one minute. Although getting paid for doing nothing is pretty hard to beat. So, yeah, that's true, too. If you're retired, do you miss work ever? I don't think I would. I think I'll be a great retired person if that ever happens. You know, happens. there's some people that are retired that, like, you know, do Walmart greeter or... Get a little part-time job. Keep yourself busy. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. 780-989-0957. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. And we were talking, when you go on vacation, do you miss work? Two, two and three teachers apparently miss the classroom during summer break. I guess that's why you're teachers. you got to be a little crazy, right? So we were asking that. Yeah, do you miss work when you're on vacation? And then it kind of transformed into, do you, do you think you'd miss it when you're retired as well? Dean says, I would miss it. I need routine, a feeling of self-worth. I just had five unexpected months off of work with a surgery. I think he had his hip replaced or something. And uh, he said he had a really hard time with those five months. He's better now, and he's back to work. And it feels good to be contributing to his family. So that makes sense. You want to feel that self-worth of going into work? Yeah. Um, Christy, and then we got Christy, who hasn't had a vacation since 2017 because at her old job, she wasn't allowed to take more than two days off at a time. Christy, I think that might have been illegal. I'm no expert on, on the law, but, but yeah, that, that sounds illegal to me. celebrate. <laughs> And we were talking, do you miss work when you're on vacation? Kind of turned into uh, when you're retired, will you miss work? Two and three teachers apparently will miss the classroom. In a separate study, two and three teachers are apparently liars. 780-989-0957. Kane said in a stone-cold Steve Austin voice, hell no! He's not going to be missing work. He's taking all of August off, and there's not a chance he's going to miss it. He's 
bike riding through Montana and Seattle and Victoria, and work will not be on his mind at all. Corey, when he lived in Lethbridge, worked at a production plant. He was an industrial meat cutter. And when he was on holidays, he would not miss it. He would go as far as to plan his, his commute to wherever he was going on holiday um, so that he would, would, wouldn't even have to drive close to work. So he'd take separate ways to go around where he worked. Um, and then Rob the Dick said, uh, I'm going to be full-time retired starting next year, and I will not miss it. There's a whole world out there to see and to experience. And, yes, he will not miss it. And then we had another one here. Maybe this is how you, you don't miss work. If you're a person that has a hard time going on vacation, Lachlan, uh, maybe this is what he needs to do. Actually, this guy's the same age as Locke, too. Um, so he just took, uh, he or she, I'm not sure, uh, just took off their first week in three years. They're 53 years old. And how they did it was they said, I, I took some Molly. And that way I didn't miss work at all. There you go, Lachlan. <laughs> let's, get, let's get Locke hooked on Molly. Yeah, somebody send him some, please. Or in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away today. Actually, for the next... A little while. Oh, almost two weeks. Yeah, so just Jimmy and me here uh, for the remainder of this week. And this is a crazy story. And Jimmy, I think you're going to understand why this story stood out to me. Because it's like your two worlds combining into one. It's like they wrote this story for you. And this is in the National Post. This is a big story right now. A lot of people are talking about this. If you're new to the show, to the locker room... It's important for you to know that James P. White is a little person, actually, yeah, four feet tall, and he's from Tabor, the southern corn capital of Alberta, and every St. Patrick's Day, he dresses up as Peter the Leprechaun, and he throws gold at people. So he's a leprechaun who grew up on a corn farm, and that's I important. I did grow up on a corn farm. That's important for this story. Because here's the headline, and like I said, this is a real story. This is from the National Post. It's a real big story. Man uncovers more than 700 gold coins buried in a cornfield. They found Shut your up. They found your gold, Jimmy. They in found cornfield. They followed the rainbow, <laughs> and they found your gold. Yeah, he uncovered more than 700 gold coins in a cornfield. Could you have been any more obvious with your hiding spot? You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Today during the show, we do have um, tickets to Taste of Edmonton for food and for beverage. So we have had those all week long. And yeah, we usually give two sheets, and that's that's a good yeah. chunk. You get some food. I'll get some drinks. You'll have a good time listening to the music. I always love Taste of Edmonton. To me, that is like an official sign of summer when you go down to Churchill Square. Taste of Edmonton is on there. I, this could be the first year since I've moved to Edmonton that I haven't been. Yeah, you were saying you've lived in Edmonton almost longer than you lived in Tabor. Yeah, I moved here in 20, uh, 2004, so I'm closing on 20 years here. Wow. Yeah, so... You were in high school in Tabor for about 15 years. <laughs> I moved um, <laughs> to Tabor when I was like six. And I joined the basketball team when I was 26. Uh, yeah, you'll be missing it this year. But we'll, at the end of the show, um, like our last 
right before 10 a.m., we're going to have those those Taste of Edmonton food and beverage tickets. Karoon presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. There's, there's been some weird court decisions lately, hey? First, the farmer in Saskatchewan who lost his court case because the court ruled that by him sending a thumbs-up emoji, he had accepted a contract. What a time to be alive. A farmer has to honor a contract to deliver a certain amount of whatever because he responded to a text message with an emoji of a thumbs-up. My grandpa was a farmer. I would love if he was alive today so I could try to explain that one to him. And then the other weird court ruling was this one just happened today. An alleged will that was found under the couch cushions in Aretha Franklin's house after she died has been ruled as a valid will. So somebody was rummaging around her house, looked under the cushions, found a bunch of writing on an old napkin, and that is now her official will. They said even though it's ineligible, that it doesn't make sense, and that there were no witnesses to her writing it, it is the valid will. Her family has been fighting about it for like five years since she died, and they found this old napkin with a bunch of writing on it. They've been fighting about it. That is the dream. Be so rich that your family fights over you when you die. That's what everyone hopes for. It's better than them fighting over who has to pay for your funeral, or in Jimmy's case, who has to burn all of your stuff when you die. So lesson here. Two lessons. Be careful with emojis, and make sure you leave crumpled up notes around your house before you die just to mess with your family. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Yes, we have locker room merchandise. Get your t-shirts, hats, fanny packs, and more. All by texting us now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away today. Uh, wait for the next couple weeks. He's off to the royal wedding. Uh, Jimmy and myself here. If you're into vaping, I have some uh, bad news for you. The government is getting even more involved with vaping now. In other words, it's about to be ruined for you. You might be thinking vaping is the one thing you have going for you in life. It's your escape. It's like a little mini holiday when you can't afford to take a holiday. Well, Health Canada has made a rule where vape shops will have to send them sales reports now um, showing what the most popular vapes are. You know, with the kids and then what ingredients are in all the most popular products so that they can get an idea of of what people are buying, what they're vaping, what they're putting into their bodies and what they should be taxing more. Okay, I'm I'm all for studying vaping. I don't mean to take Lachlan's place here, but <laughs> I'm all for studying it. I'm all for looking at the impact of it, the health effects. I know we should be as healthy as possible, and it could cause you know a big strain on our healthcare system and everything else. What I'm not cool with is having the government babysitting us. So I'm kind of torn. Whenever the government gets involved in it, you know, this is kind of lock talking too. Yeah. It goes. Er, everything goes sideways. Like it's just. He's in makes the force. It, more, it makes it more difficult. It, you know, it's 
there's going to be rules to how many you can buy a month. Well, it's more expensive. Like I said, Locke is talking through the force to us right now. Listen, find a way to keep vaping away from kids. But Terry, who started vaping because for years and years you told him he had to quit smoking, and then he finally quit smoking, you shamed him into vaping, let him have his cotton candy vape. Back off, Trudeau. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away. He's on vacation. Jimmy and myself, it's Grant here uh, today, and I kind of started a bit of a, I don't know what you would call it, on Facebook this morning at 95.7 Cruise FM because I posted on there and said, who else is refusing to pay 15 cents for a fast food bag? This is my new carry all the groceries in one trip from the car to the house. That's my new thing. I get fast food. It can be meat for me and the kids and the wife. I will not pay your 15 cents for a bag, Mayor Amarjeet. I am carrying it all. I'm doing fries in the pockets, drinks, everything. I just, will not pay 15 cents. Just bring a reusable bag. This, no, this is the hill I die on. I'll, I can't even remember to take my re- reusable bags to the grocery store. You think I'm going to remember I, it on my late night McDonald's trips? I have I have this similar problem. Like I, I go to the grocery store all the time, and I, I always forget to throw my, one in my backpack. I have so many bags at, in our closet because I end up buying new ones because I always forget to take them. Uh, it's such a silly thing to be upset about. I know, like it's fifteen cents, whatever. But I was out of the city when the rule came into effect. It was on Canada Day, right? I was on vacation. I was in Saskatchewan, came back. Yeah. First time I got McDonald's. They're like, you want to buy a bag? I was like, hell no. I will never pay your 15 cents. It's stupid, I know. Just pay it, but I can't. I put that yeah on our Facebook, and the comments are exploding. And somebody said, they don't charge you for the drink trays, which doesn't make sense because the drink trays are like a heavier cardboard. But you can still get the drink trays for free. So get a drink tray, fill and it up with on, burgers. Put all your food on it. I like it. We. Uh, it's like when you go to prison and you figure out how to make like craft dinner in the toilet or whatever, stir fries in the in the sink. Yeah, we're doing that with the bags. We'll figure it out. We can we can do this, people. Don't pay for the bag. This is the hill we die on. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Talking about this whole pain for a bag thing. Just came up because I, I got fast food again yesterday, and I was like, I will never pay 15 cents for your bag. I don't care if I have to carry it all in my arms or make that weird bag with my shirt and put it all in there. I'll take my shirt off and carry it and tie it up like a bag before I ever pay your 15 cents, Amarjeet. So he, you were saying skip the dishes charges too? Yeah, skip the dishes. They they not only charge you for the bag, so it's a fifteen dollar uh, fifteen cents for a bag, but they charge you GST on top of that too. So it's technically sixteen cents. Yeah. And you don't have a choice with skip the dishes because I don't think your your skip the dishes driver is going to put your uh, your fries in his back pocket. Probably not. Hey? No, probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jason Lazat was saying that he it's his new pay it forward. So he buys a bag for the guy behind him in the drive through lineup. He's a real big spender. I like it. Now here's the other thing too. 
So they're saying you have to ask for napkins now. They won't just put napkins in your bag. Or condiments, so ketchup or any of that. I am not responsible enough to ask for a napkin. Because when I'm getting my food, I never think I'm going to need a napkin. But I'm always happy it's in the bag. So now I'm going to have a real mess on my hands because I will never ask you for a napkin. And I can't be trusted with the fact that, that you have that. kids. and Oh, yeah. Yeah. This 15 cents, it's got me all worked up. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away. Just Jimmy and myself here. It's Grant. So Matt Damon was doing some uh, promotion for that new movie he's in. Oppenheimer? Yeah. He's in that one with Sicilian Murphy and Robert Downey Jr., Emily Blunt. That's a crazy cast. Christopher Nolan uh, directed it, and it's all about the making of the... The uh, atom bomb, right? Um, Oppenheimer's the guy that, that made it. Yeah. Correct. So that comes out uh, on July 21st, same day as Barbie. That's a lot of crossover in that audience, too. So hopefully it does all right. He was promoting it, and he was talking about making movies. And uh, he said that he had once fallen into a depression halfway through shooting a movie because he realized halfway through that the movie sucked. And he was like, I've devoted so much time to this movie. I, you know, effort, time, whatever else. And this movie sucks. And I got to finish it. And he said he became depressed. Then he refused to name the movie, which is so annoying. Yeah. Because the movie's already out there. It probably already bombed at the box office or whatever. Just tell us what it is. Like, we know it wasn't Ford versus Ferrari or Oceans Departed. Wasn't any of the Bourne movies or Goodwill Hunting? Wasn't The Martian? I think. What do you think it was? I think it was that zoo movie. We bought a zoo. I never watched it, but that movie sucked. I'm I can just, tell just by the name of it. I'm just looking up the box office on the one I'm thinking. Uh, the Great Wall. The Great Wall was the other one I was going to say. I never watched that one either because I knew it wasn't going to be good. I would be depressed if I made that movie. He got like ripped up for that one too because he was a white guy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Chinese movie. Worldwide, it, it made three hundred and thirty-four million dollars. Okay, I don't know if that's a disappointment or not for him. Uh, the uh, product, like the production budget, was one hundred and fifty. Could have been the last duel. That one was actually okay. Was it okay? Again, I refused to watch that one because I was like, uh, it doesn't look very good. But it was Ridley Scott. Um, so, anyway, yeah. So, was that one? No, it had to be We Bought a Zoo, right? I mean, I'd be depressed if I was in that movie. <laughs> Wouldn't you? <laughs> Milk, how you doing today? Good morning. Doing wonderful. How you guys doing? We're doing good. Oh, yeah, there's something playing there, eh? What is it? Oh, it's the Oiler Nation site that's playing. That's what it is. It's coming through. You, you, guys, got, open. you guys got so many pop-ups. <laughs> You're just consuming our content first thing in the morning. That's what I do. I go on there and I rip off all your content from OilersNation.com. Uh, I was reading an article, actually, about uh, Ryan McLeod that you guys posted. He's doing some arbitration. 
Yeah, filed for arbitration. It sounds like there's some work to do between his side and the Oilers on a new contract. If you remember last year, Grant, he took a very, very friendly, team-friendly deal at like seven ninety-eight or something like that, which for us plebs is a lot of money, but in terms of the <laughs> NHL, it's not. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see where that kind of shakes out. The Oilers don't have a lot of cap space. Got to get Bouchard signed, obviously, and Ryan McLeod. So having him go to arbitration is crazy. Like, let me ask you guys something. If you had to sit across from your bosses, yeah. you'd be like, I need a raise because ABC. And then they go, you suck because of ABC. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just imagine they want to get it done before that. I've heard that, like, because I watch a lot of baseball. I follow baseball pretty closely. And players go to arbitration pretty pretty common in baseball to do it and one thing they report is that it is pretty damaging actually especially when you got a like a young star coming up and you go to arbitration oh, yeah. because the team is trying to justify why they can pay you less and so they do say things like this part of your game sucks like this isn't good and it can be awkward and, and damaging for the future but i've i've had the I say, jobs. i say that the nhl should televise this yeah. like i don't care if it's pre-recorded <laughs> but like i want to see it that would be such great tv <laughs> We used to, you know what they should be televising is uh, Evander Kane's rec league hockey games. So he's yeah. he's playing some beer league, hey? <laughs> Can you imagine you go out there? What's your team name? The Mighty Drunks? <laughs> mine the Mighty the, Drunks? Mine was the Mighty Pigs. <laughs> the Mighty Pigs. I like the Mighty Drunks. You see Evander Kane out there on the other side? You'd be like, uh-oh. Well, but then I found out his team lost. Like, come on, Evander, pick it up, man. Yeah, there's that's the thing. Usually in beer league, one player can win the, the championship for you. I know, like, when we play beer league, and sometimes you'd be like, oh, this team has so-and-so. They played a game in the AHL at one point in their life. Yeah. And that player yeah. will dominate. So I can't imagine what it's like having uh, Vander Kane. I used to, I talked to somebody who used to play with uh, George Laroque every summer. I guess he would play beer league all the time. And, that rules. Yeah. But he, do you think like, he would probably play less hard because he doesn't want to no get No way. Hurt? He's competitive. <laughs> yeah, he's competitive. If he gets bet, hurt. But then there's like... There's other times where he just completely mails it in. He's like, oh, we've, got, we've got seven guys. We've got two subs. I don't want to be out here. It's midnight. I want to go <laughs> yeah. home. <laughs> yeah, it's midnight on a Tuesday. I've got things to do. Busy summer for the Oilers Nation. You guys just launched the golf tournament? Yeah, Oilers Nation Open. It's back. Fifth round. Um, wow. We're going out at Mill, Millwoods Golf Club on September 1st. So that's a Friday. Oh, you're in my hood, weekend. too. Well... It's meant to be, it's meant to be. <laughs> this is a great tournament. It's so September 1st, the 5th uh, Annual Oilers, uh, Oilers Nation Open. Where can people sign up for that one? You can sign up a team. So teams of four, you can sign up at nationgear.ca. Or if you just want to play and you don't have three buddies that necessarily want to play with you, we're doing, we call them mosaic teams where we just take random people and we throw them in a group of four together. And they've turned out to be great over the years. So we're going to raise some money for Gregor's grads as well. So we're raising money for charity. You can get that at nationgear.ca. Nationgear.ca. Nice. Thank you, Bagged Milk from Oilers Nation for joining us today. Thank you very much, Grant. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats, you just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.